Good evening. We're holding Saita Daflamid Vav, Amid Aleph. We're going to begin now the first line, Bore. Just want to thank uh, every night we're streamed on COL Live. Want to say thank um, Yassi Mika Sofer for hosting every night the share, helping being Mayfitz Tayro, Larabim. Let's begin. So we're continuing to discuss the entrance of the Jewish people when they came to Eretz Yisrael. So the passage, so the the Gemara says, Come and see how many miracles were performed on that day. So just I see a few people in the shir were confused between the Yidin Kriyas Yamsuf and Kriyas Hayardin. Kriyas Yamsuf occurred years before. And the Eden stayed in the Midbar for 40 years. Right before, also the Eden were about to go into Eretz Yisrael. So this is what the Gemara is discussing. And before they went into the um, Eretz Yisrael, these are the miracles that occurred. In other words, in the times of Yeshua. So the Gemara says, again, Come and see how many miracles were performed on that day. Over Yisrael Sayyardin, the Eden crossed over the Jordan. That's number one. And they came to the mountain of Grizim and Evil, which was 60 mil away. Now, if you just think about it, the Gemara Sachem says that an average person walks a day, average, about 30 mil, 40 mil. So the Gemara Sachem says. So you can imagine that there's thousands, hundreds of thousands of Yidin that have to go through now the, the Yarden. And that took time, and they and we're going to learn in a few in a few minutes. They did a lot of other things that same day, and yet they were able to travel sixty mil all the Eden together um, from the Yarden to Hargrizim and Harivel. Now, vein Koberia Yechelim Lam as well that anyone who stood before them. So first of all, anyone who stood with them. Sorry, again, So they came and as well, no entity was able to stand before them. And anybody who tried, and like the Mafarshim explained, anybody who even thought to start up with the Yidin, Miyad Nitras, like Rashi says, immediately they were struck with diarrhea. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, I will send my terror before you. And I will send my Hamasi um, to the nation, all the people that you encounter. Now, Hamasi is like a Lushan of, like Rashi says, it's a Lushan of like confusion, or like, but more like messing up the body. So that's what the Pasuk says, that I will send my, my terror in front of you. And I'm going to like mess up all the stomachs of all the people. And as well, the Pasuk says, um, and what does it say? Similarly, what does it say? It says that terror and dread falls upon you. Now, so now that the Agav, that the Pasuk, we mentioned the Pasuk of Tipal Aleim, 
Aleim, a Mosul Vafachad, now the Bryce discusses something else. The Pasuk says, Tipa Aleim, a Mosul Vafachad, we say every day in Davening, Adyavra Amcha Hashem, Adyavra Amzu Kunisa. So we say that uh, terror and dread falls upon you, so your people pass over. So we say it twice. Now, what is the double expression of Adyavra Amcha Hashem, Adyavra Amzu Kunisa? So he says, the, so the Gemara says, Zu When it says the first time, this is when the Eden went from Eretz Yisrael, went from uh, in the times of Yeshua, went into Eretz Yisrael. This, this is the second entrance when the Eden went into Eretz Yisrael, when they went up from Bavel in the days of Ezra. So it comes out that Tipa Aleim and Masavafachad was said, Sai, when the Eden went into Eretz Yisrael in the days of Yeshua. And Sai, when they went in the days of Ezra. And the Gemara says, Emma Ma'ato, so if we're saying in the same Pasuk, it's describing that whatever happened by the Biyadishena is happening by the Biyashnia, so the Gemara says that the Yidin were worthy of having a miracle performed by them during the second arrival, just like the first arrival. That they were worthy of having a miracle performing for them during the first, just like the first arrival. But their sin caused them to enter Eretz Yisrael, not through miracles, but basically Alpiteva. They had to ask the kings, and they asked the Malachim, they had to ask them by permission to go in. Okay, now the Gemara continues its description of the entrance into Eretz Yisrael during the period of Yeshua. Now, and afterwards they brought the stones. And they built the Mizbeach, and they plastered it over with plaster. And they, were, they, they wrote on the stones an entire tear in 70 languages. As it says, like clearly elucidated, in other words, that they translated the tear into 70 languages. So you see how much they got done. They came, they came into... They passed the yard, and they came to Hargrizim and Hareva, which was a long distance away. And they, afterwards, they took stones, like Yeshua commanded them. They built them as beach, they plastered it with plaster, and they wrote the entire Torah in 70 languages. And then what do they do after that? And they sacrifice oilis, which are burnt offerings, peace offerings. They ate, and they drank, and they celebrated it. And they said the brachas and they said the curses. And they took the stones with them. And they arrived and slept in Gilgal. As it says, and carry them over with you and lay them down in the place where you stay. So the word says, You would have thought. That the that the they were required that the Yidim were required to place these stones at each and every time that they uh, lodged in the area. Therefore, the pasuk says, "Where you shall lodge this night," meaning only that night. And what does it say? And those twelve stones which they took, which the pasuk says they took out of the garden, Yeshua set them up in Gilgal. So that's something else that they did, that when they came out, they set up 
um, a mizbeach and they plastered it and then they brought Eilus Ushlamim and they ate and they drank and um, they came to Gilgal and that's where Yeshua set up um, took the 12 stones and he set it up in Gilgal okay Tana was Tana Braisa Tzira Le'avrayimayim this famous Tzira which uh, in English they translated as a hornet did not cross the Yarden this was the famous Tzira that helped even fight the wars so the Braisa says that the Septa says that it did not cross the Jordan you're telling me it didn't cross the Jordan Hashem says I will send the Tzira before you and what's the Tzira going to do it's going to drive out the, the nations so how could you say that he didn't so Hashem so, that this Tzira stood on the banks of the Yarden and and it threw like a poison at the at the um, at the people. And what did it do? And it blinded their eyes from above and 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 it castrated them from below. as the Pasuk that he says that yet I destroyed the Amiri before them whose height was like the height of cedars and they were strong as oak tree yet I destroyed their fruit from above and fruit from beneath so what does it mean that he blinded them he blinded their eyes and he castrated them if Papa Omar Papa says there were really two tzirois two hornets one was a hornet in Maisha's days, which that helped conquer the eastern side of the Yarden, and, and one in the days of Yeshua. The Maisha Le'avad, the hornet of Maisha Taki did not cross the, the Yarden. The Yeshua, but the ones of Yeshua, the Avad did pass, and therefore there's no stira to say that the hornet passed or didn't, because it depends. In Maisha's times it didn't, and the stira that Yeshua had did. <laughs> Okay. Then the Mishnah said, The Mishnah said that there were six Shvatim that ascended to the top of Hargrizim. And what does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk says that um, okay, so the Pasuk, yeah, so we, we brought the Pasukim that said that six Shvatim went up to Hargrizim. And then it says that half of them, the Mishnah said that half of them, um, half of them in front of Hagrizim, and half of them in front of Evil. That's what the Pasuk says in Yeshua. Right? If you look in the Pasuk, and, and if you're using the Ezva Hadar, so the last Pasuk, the second to last Pasuk he brings, says, Chol Yisrael, Skinu, Shetav, Shetav, Endu, Mizel, Mizel, Arin. Half of them were in front of Hagrizim, and half of them, half of the Eden were on, or Yisrael was on Har Evil. So the Gemara asks, What is the meaning when you say, and half of them? So Amr Kana, the same way that the Shvatim were divided up here on the mountains, so Kachalukin Ba'avni Eifeit. That's how they were divided on the aphid, which was the garments of the Kayan Gadol.
So Meisvim, where it says, I'm going to ask you a question from the following. It says the king had two precious stones on his shoulders, right on the on the aphid. So there was these two stones, and he had these two precious stones on the shoulders. Achas mikan, vachas mikan, one on this side and one on that side. And the names of the Shvatim, the twelve Shvatim, were written on these stones. Six on this stone and six on this stone. As the Basak says, six of their names on one stone. And then the Pasuk says, if you look on the last Pasuk, says there were six, uh, six of the names were on one stone. And then six of the other names were on the other stone. Um, and then the Pasuk says that the names of the six that remain on the other stone, according, the Pasuk says, like, they're, uh, like they were born. Now, we learn from here that the names on the second stone were written according to the order of their birth. In other words, God, Asher, Yisachar, Zvul, and Yosef, and Binyamin. And that, and the first stone was not according to the order of their birth. Why? Because we know Yehuda, who was not the firstborn child, he was written first. And then it said, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Don, and Naphtali. Now, then he says, And there were, and um, there were 50 letters on the two stones. On the two infants, there was stones, there was 25 letters. There were, sorry, there was 50 letters. Twenty-five letters on this stone, and twenty-five on that stone. says, that the names of the Shvatim were not divided on the stones of the Eifer the same way that they're divided at the beginning of Vayikra. Chalukim ba'avni which Ella in other words, they are divided the way that they were divided in, uh, in the way it is in um, in, um, in Shmois. So he says, how is that? Kate said, how so? So on one stone, the names of B'nai Leah Kisidron, on one stone, the names of, the, of Leah were written in the order of their birth, which was Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, and, and Zvulun. B'nai Rochel, Echad, Mikan. B'nai Rochel, Echad, Mikan, Ve'echad, Mikan. And on the other stone, the sons of Rachel were written, which was Binyamin, was written on this stone, and on the bottom of the list was Yasef, and the children of the Shvachis, in other words, Bilam and Zilpa, who had done Naftali, God and Asher, were written on the second stone in the middle. So now he asks, So if they were not written in the order of their birth, so then how do you establish the meaning of the Pasuk, according to their birth? So he says it means that their names were written according to the names that their father Yaakov called them. And not according to the names that Meisha called them. In other words, that they were written Ruvenish and not Ruveni, Shimon and not Shimani, Don and not and not Adoni, God and not Hagodi. So the this Braisa contradicts, it's a stereotype of Kana's opinion 
as according to all of the opinions in the Brisa, the way of the division of the names of the Ephod is not identical to the division of the Shvatim on Hagrizim and Ha'evel. So the Gemara says, Tiyufta the Ravkana, so the Gemara says, Taka, it's a Tiyufta. So the Gemara asks, So what is meant when we say, and half of them facing Ha'evel? So Tana was taught in the Brisa. That the half that was facing Har Grizim was larger than the half of Har Evil. Why? Because we know the Shevet Levi, which was included in the group that was facing Har Grizim, and they remained on the bottom between the two mountains. So the Gemara says, on the contrary, if the, the Shevet Levi remained on the bottom, then they were fewer in number. This is what the Brisa means to say. Even though Levi was on the bottom, even though the, the Levi was on the bottom, the descendants of Yosef were amongst them. And as we know, that the, the descendants of Yosef were, were, were a lot, were numerous. As it says, and the children of Yesus spoke to Yeshua, saying, Why did you give him a single lot and one part of an inheritance, seeing I am a great people? And Yeshua said to them, If you are a great people, you should go up to the forest. Now the Gemara explains that Omar Lahen, Yeshua said to them, Go and hide yourself in the forest. So that the Ainhara, the evil eye, will not have a, rule, a rulership over you. As we know, whenever there's a large amount of number, there's always Ainhara. So Omar Amarule. So they, the, the Shevet Yesus said to him, the evil eye does not have ruler over the offsprings of Yosef. Because it says, Ben Peres Yosef, Ben Peres Alayayin. It says that Yosef is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine by a fountain. Do not, he says that do not read the Pasuk by a fountain, rather, those who rise above the Ayin. Teaching that what? That Yosef and the Shvatim basically are not susceptible to, um, to Ayin Hara. Now, then the, the, we learn from here that Yosef is higher than Ayin Hara, as it says, and it says, and let them grow into the multitude in the midst of the earth. Just as in regards to fish in the sea, water covers them, and Ayin Hara has no rulership over them. Um, so too the descendants of Yosef so too the evil eye doesn't, has no power over them now the Gemara asks in regards to the Brisa that contradicts Rukhana's opinion and these names it says of the Shvatim were written on the Ephod and the, it says they were composed it was a total of 50 letters so the Gemara says there are only 49 so Amrav Yitzchak, Yosef Hesifu Le'ais Achas. Yitzchak says they added one letter to the name of Yosef. Shenemar Eidus Bi Yosef Somei B'Tzeis Alaris Mitzrayim. And it says that um, Yosef, he appointed in Yosef 
for a testimony when he went forth against the land of Mitzrayim. So Maskele, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok, so Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchok asked the question, we require that the names be written according to their birth. And, Ye and Yesef was not called Yehesef. He was called Yesef. So the Gemara says, Ella, call it Kula bin Yamin. See, really the entire Torah is written in Yamin without the extra Yud. Well, here it says, by the, by the, by the Ephod, where, the, where it was written, it was written with a Yud bin Yamin. Shalom. So therefore, his name was written on the Ephod with a second Yud, according to his birth. So he says that Yosef, who sanctified the name of Hashem in private, had one letter in the name of Hashem added to him. The letter Hey added to his name. And Yeshua, sorry, Yehuda, who was Mekadashim Shemaim in public, um, the Gemara is going to ask later what that is, but it was at the Yamsuf during um, Mitzrayim. So Nikra Kula Al Baruch He merited that the entire name is called uh, of Hashem in His name, as we know. Yehuda has Hashem's name Yud Kivovke. So the Gemara says Yosef Mahi. What is what happened by Yosef? So he says It came to pass on a certain day. When he went into the house to do work, this was when Petifar's wife was home alone, and uh, Yosef came home, just came to work that day. Rabbi Yechelen says that both Yosef and Petifar's wife really intended to perform a sin. And the Basak says, when he went into the house to do work, one person says, What does it mean, that Yosef went in to actually do his work? One person says, That he entered into the house in order to fulfill his sexual needs with her. Now, then the Pasuk says, And there was none of the men of the house there. So the Gemara says, Are you telling me that in a large and important house like Petifar, the wicked, there was no one in the house there. So Tana Debe Rabbi Shmuel, Eisayim Yim Chagam Hoya. So it says Rabbi Shmuel taught that that day there was a festival meal, and Vahochukul and Beis Avodah Zarshalem, and everybody went. Everybody went to the house of Avodah Zarah. The Amr Lahen Chelahi, and she said, "I'm sick." Amran, she said, "Ainli Yom Shenizkok Li Yeisav Kimazeh." She said that I have no day uh, on which Yosef will attend to me like this day. So what happened? And she caught him by his garment. She took hold of his garment saying, basically, have relations with me. At that moment, the father's image, the diyekne, came and appeared to him in a window. Amr Yosef, he said to Yosef, So Yaakov came to him through like the window uh, and said that your brothers are destined to be written on the stones of the Ephod and you're going to be included with them. Do you desire that your name be erased from amongst them? And uh, everyone, and you're going to be called like uh, associated with the uh, Isha Zainah? The Reya Zainah, the Reya Zainah, the Reya Zainah, 
as it says, but he who keeps the company with Zainus, he loses everything. So Miyad, what happened? Vatesha Beis and Kashtai, his, his uh, bow um, um, uh, became, went uh, and went lower on Rav Yitzchel This means that his bow returned to his strength. What does it mean that the arms of his hand were made um, strong? Or that he dug his hands into the ground and, and Zerah was emitted between his fingernails. Okay. By the hands of the mighty one of Yaakov. So the Gemara says, Who caused his name to be eshed onto the stones of the Ephed? It was the might of Yaakov. Misham Reya Evan Yisrael. From here, from the shepherd, the stone of Yisrael. Misham Zoch of From here, in other words, because of Yisrael's ability to withstand his Nisayin, he merited to become a Reya shepherd for the Jewish people. Shneimer, as it says, Reya Yisrael Hazina Neikatzin Listen, O shepherd of Yisrael, who leads like the flock of Yisrael. Tanya was Tanya Brisa. Hoya Reya Yisrael Lassis Menashneimer Seishvatim Kedash Yatsum Yakiv Avim. That Yisrael was really deserving to have twelve tribes descend from him, the same as Yaakov, his father, had twelve tribes. Shneimer, as it says, Elotelus Yaakov Yisrael. These are the generations of Yaakov Yisrael, which implies that everything that happened to Yaakov was destined to happen to Yisrael. But since he had semen that was emitted between his fingernails, so he lost, he lost his chance. Nevertheless, his brother Binyamin had, uh, had um, he had at least ten sons. And they were all called on Yesus' name. He named his children Bela, Becher, and Ashpil. And Mar says, Bela, why did he name Bela after Yosef? He said that Yosef was swallowed amongst the nations. And Becher, why? He was the Becher of my mother. What does it mean, Ashpil? That Hashem sent Yosef into captivity. Geda Shigor Bachsanyes was Migeda who dwelled in foreign land. Benamin, why was he called Namin? Shinoim Biyesh because he was extremely pleasing. Achi Vireish, what does it mean Achi and Reish? Achihu Vireishihu. He is my brother and my leader. Mupim Echupim, he named one of the two of his kids. Mupim Echupim, Huleiro Bechupasi, Vanilara Isi Bechupasi. I did not see. Yesu did not see my wedding, and I did not see his wedding. Va'ered, what does it mean? And ered, va'ered, shiyar l'bein ha'umah se'elam, that he descended to the lands of the nations of the world. Ikad amri va'ered, shepon of daim le'vered, or some people say that he was called, he named ered, because Yesu's face was similar to like a, a, a vered, a rose, which is very, very beautiful. Amr b'chiyah bar'ab amr b'chiyah, b'shosh amr'lei parad Yesuf. Says that when Pari said to Yosef, and without you no man shall lift up his hand. So Pari's astrologer said, You will appoint a, a slave whose master bought him for 20 silver coins over us. So what did he say to him? He said that I see by Yosef. He has royal characteristics in him. 
In other words, he, he was saying that I see by Yisrael that he wasn't, he wasn't initially a, 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 a he wasn't, he wasn't a peasant, exactly. Hadichas. So Amr Lehi said to him, Im ken If so, in other words, if as a child he was, he had uh, royalty, so he should know the 70 languages, just like all the Bnei Malachim. So Ba Gavriel v'lim the Shivim Lashen, Gavriel came and taught him 70 languages. Lo have kagomar. So it says but that uh, he could not learn all of them. So what happened? So they added one name, Gavriel added one letter, the word Hey by Yasef, and then he was able to learn all the languages. Shnemar, as it says, Aidus Behesef Samai, but Eshma. He appointed in it Yasef for a testimony when he went forth against the land of Egypt. The speech of one that I did not know I heard. Well the Machar and the next day when he put, when he came to Pari, he called Lishna Dishtoi Pari Badeadale. Any language the Pari spoke to him, he answered him. Then Yesus started speaking to him in Lashon Kedesh. And I have a Yomar. And Pari didn't know what he was saying. Amrlay, Pari said to him, Agmari, teach it to me. So what happened? Agmari Vilay Gomar. He taught it to him, but he couldn't learn, he couldn't pick it up. So Pari said to him, You have to swear to me, take an oath, that you will not reveal that. I do not know Lashon Kedesh. So what happened? He took an oath. He took an oath. Oath that he won't. He won't. Uh, he won't tell anybody. Now, years later, years later, when Yosef said to Pari, "My father made me swear, saying that I have to go up to Yisrael and bury him." So what happened? So he said to him. Um, go and basically try to get your oath uh, off. So he said to him, okay, so let me, let me take the oath off. Uh, I will request the oath that I swore to you not to tell anybody. So Now, he wasn't very happy about it, but he had no choice and he said, okay, go and bury Pare, uh, your father in Mitzrayim. Because they wanted Yaakov to stay in, in Mitzrayim because he, he was a, uh, as they knew that when Yaakov came, the, the famine stopped and they wanted Yaakov to stay in, in the actual land of Mitzrayim. Okay, let's uh, do Chazara. Yehuda Mai will do tomorrow morning. Okay, we started off today on the top line that uh, we're speaking about how when the Yidin passed the Yardin to go into Israel, it says, come and see how many Nisim happened on that day. The Yidin passed the Yardin, it came to Hargrizim and Harevil, which was 60 mil away. And as we explained, the average that one person goes a day is 40 mil. So you can imagine thousands of Yidin going uh, 60 mil in the middle of the day, getting to Hargrizim and Harevil, and nobody could stand uh, against, uh, stand up to them. And anybody who thought, any Goyim thought of damaging them or hurting them, they would have to, they got diarrhea, as the Pesach says, as you must see, and then it says, So he said, What does it mean? There's two expressions. This is when the Eden went into Eretz Yisrael in the times of Yeshua. And the second time is, was by, was by um, in the days of Ezra. 
And really, whatever happened to the Eden by the Yarden was supposed to happen to them by Ezra, but because they sinned, so they forfeited it. Then the Eden brought the stones, and they built them as Beach, and they plastered with a seed, and they wrote the entire Torah on it in 70 languages, and they brought up Carbonus, and they ate, and they drank there, and they, they said the Brachas and the Klalis, they peeled out Vanim, and they brought it to Gilgal, as it says that they brought it, uh, and Yeshua set up it in Gilgal, so you would think that it was every, time, every uh, night. He says, no, just, just that time. Then we learned that uh, the Tzira, this hornet, did not pass with the Yidin into Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara says, no, but it says, Hashem says, So Rav Shimon Lakish says that it stood at the Svas of the Yarden and it was shooting like, shooting venom and blinding people and castrating people. Um, it brings a pasta to that. Our Papa says, no, there was two Tzirois. One in the days of Meshach and one in Yeshua. Meshach didn't pass and Yeshua did pass. Then it says, Shisha Shvatim Allah Hagrizim. So the Gemara says, what does it mean half? So he says that the way that they were divided on Hagrizim and Har Evil, that's how they were divided on Avni Ephid. So the Gemara says, I'm going to ask you, Shaila, it says, Shtei Avonim Tevis, that the King Godel had on his, on his shoulders, one on this side, one on the other side, and the 12 Shvatim were written over there, six on one stone, six on the other stone, as it says, Shisha Mishmaisim al and it says that the Shnia was Kiltoidesim. Um, so the Chayra, the, the second one was Kiltoidesim, and the first one, Yeshua, Yehuda was there. And then it said it had 50, 50 stones, 50 letters, I'm sorry, 25 on one stone, 25 on the other. Chanina Ben Gamliel says that they were not divided the way it is in Chumish Pikudim. Um, in other words, in the beginning um, of a midbar, but rather the way it is in Shemais. So he says, how is that? So Leah was written Keseder. In other words, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zavulun. And on the second stone was B'nai Rachel on one and Echad Mikan V'Echad Mikan. In other words, Binyamin was on top and Yesu was on the bottom. And the B'nai Shvachis, Don Aftali Galasher was in the middle between Binyamin and Yosef. So what does it mean, Kirtoideisam? The way that they were born, Kirtoideisam. In other words, the way that Maisha called her name and not the way that his father called the name. So the Gemara says, you see that this is a question on Rufuna, on Afkana, sorry, who, um, um, the Chayra, we see from here that another Tanaim hold that the Shvatim, the way that they were divided, was the way that they, that they were set up on Har Giriz and Har Evil. So the Gemara says, Taki, you're right, it's a Tiyuf to the Ravkana. So what does it mean by Achetzi? So the Gemara says that half of, half of the Yidim are, are, the half of the Yidim are Har Grizim were more than the half on Har Evil. Why? Because Levi was on bottom. In other words, like we said, most of Sheva Levi was on the bottom between the two mountains and not on the actual mountain. So when we say Vehachetzi, it's coming to tell me that it was, that it was less. So Mara says, if, on the contrary, if Levi's on the bottom, so then uh, the smaller crowd. So Mara says that even though Levi's on the bottom, then Yesuf was with them, as we know that Yesuf was a lot. Um, like it says, um, okay, then the Gemara brings a drasha, which is uh, what Yeshua told him in Yesuf. It says, Yeshua im'am ravata so Yeshua said, go and hide yourself in the, in the um, forest in order that Ayin Hara should not come on to you. So they told him that we don't have to be worried about Ayin Hara because 
It says Ben Peres Yesev and Peres Aleayin, or Vid Golay Bekarvares. It's just like the fish have no Ayin Hara, so too Ben Yesev has no Ayin Hara. So then the Gemara says, "Lachir, you tell me it's fifty letters. It's only forty. It's 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 fifty. It's fifty minus one." So he says, "No, by Yesev you have to add be Yehesev." The hey, I'm sorry, the Yehesev. So the Chayyim says, "Kitol Daisam." And the way that uh, they were born was not uh, with the extra hay. So rather, he says the binyamin, the kolater kula with binyamin is without the yud. Here, it's with the yud. Okay, then um, we said that Hashem added the hay by Yosef, Yehosef, and he says that Yosef was the kiddushim shemayim baseiser. The Eibusher added one letter out of the Yehosef. Yehuda, which was mekadesh shemayim publicly, he has the whole yud kevavke. Now, what did Yosef do? So he says that Yosef, on that day, and, and like he says, he wanted to do a Dvar Darvedo. Either he wanted to have relations. There was nobody in the house, and as he explained, because that day was Chag for Avedizara, and everybody left. And she says that now is the time to Niska Liyam Yosef. And like Rashi explains, that really she had, she saw in her Ruach HaKedesh. That she was supposed to have children from Yosef, but she didn't realize that she was supposed to be the shvigar, not not the wife. So uh, fine. And the wife of Petifer grabbed hold of Yosef. At that time, the Yeknev of, of his father came and and uh, and he and he saw in the chalein it says that you want your name to be basically erased from the Ephet. So what happened? He he, he calmed down. And uh, then the Zara came out of his fingers. And then it says, Midi Avir Yaakov. Who was that? That was Yaakov. And from there, Evan Yisrael, the, he was Zechah the, the Reya Neman Yisrael. Then we learned a price of that. Yesav was really supposed to have 12 Shvatim, but because of the Maisa with the Zara, he only had two. But really, Binyamin had the other 10. And we went through all the names of Yesav, Binyamin, why he named his kids that name. And then we said that. Uh, that uh, when Pari uh, told uh, everybody in Yodei, so the Targnini Pari says that a guy that they bought for 20 uh, kesef, you're going to make him the ruler? So he says, no, I see that he has Gnuni uh, Malchus. He has already Malchus in him. So, um, so they said, okay, so does he know all the 70 languages? So what happened? Gavriel taught him, but he, he wasn't hopping everything, so they had an extra hay to his name. As it says, Eidus behedus behesef sami betzeisal aris mitzrayim svasli yedati eshma, and then the next day they were conversing in all the languages, and then he started talking to him about lashon kedush. He didn't know, so he taught it to him. He couldn't chop it, and then he says, "Swear that you're not going to uh, tell anybody that you know a language more than me." And then Gemara says that when it came time that he had to go and and asked that uh, I should go and take my father to Eretz Yisrael. So uh, the Pari says, uh, you know. Why do you have to take him? So he says, because I, I swore. So he says, okay, so cancel the shui. So he says, no problem, I'll cancel my shui to you too. And uh, basically he got his way, and that's what he's told him. Okay, tomorrow we'll start from the Lamed Vavim base.